0: I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back and if it's your first visit, really pleased that you found us. Now today I want to talk about something that's basically happened to all of us and if it's not happened to you yet, it will. (laughs) Now I want you to just imagine this. You've got a client booked in so they've contacted you and you've made an appointment and then they come for their first session so either their first session or assessment session whatever you choose to call it and everything seems to have gone really well and they're booking for another session and off they go and you feel you feel really happy but then session two they just don't turn up and this can feel really awful it can feel awful at any time But it can feel especially awful if you're new to private practice. It can really feel like a complete slap in the face. So, what can you do if this happens to you? And as I say, chances are it will do at some point. So, there's a few things that you can do. And I think the first thing that I want to say is celebrate. Celebrate that you got a client, they saw your marketing amongst all those other counsellors out there, and think about how many counsellors out there, especially working online, they've got the whole country to choose from, but they chose you. So celebrate that. Something's worked for you and they've been, and they actually came to the first session and attended. That's a massive win. So before you start telling yourself that (laughs) that you've done something wrong. First, really appreciate that because I don't think we necessarily do. And the next thing that I'd say is, and this isn't easy, but don't take it personally because you'll never really know the reason that they haven't come back a second time. So it could be something just as simple as they don't like your accent or you look a bit like their mother. I mean, can you imagine going to a counselling session with someone that looks like your mother or an ex-partner or something like that? So it could be something really simple like that. It might just be that it's not the right time for them, that they're worried it's just going to be too hard or they're a bit scared. It might be that they know they've got something quite serious to talk about, and they want to but they know that they've got other things going on in their outside life which means that they don't have enough energy to devote to this at the moment or don't have enough resources and that can happen can't it that that's a real problem that's a real thing another thing is it could just not be a good fit and again you know rather than beating ourselves up about this We really encourage people to go and get somebody that's, you know, get a counsellor that's going to be a really good fit, because that good fit is the thing that makes counselling work. That therapeutic relationship is absolutely vital, no matter what modality you have. If if there isn't a quality therapeutic relationship there, it's going to be more difficult for that person to get what they need from counselling. So yeah, they should contact you and say, actually, this isn't quite right. But I think, you know, hand on heart, we can probably all understand that it's sometimes difficult to contact someone and say, do you know what? I don't want to come and see you. So yeah, it's not, it's not nice. They could easily cancel, but you know, that that is a reason that it could be. And the truth is that you're never gonna know why they didn't come back and you might never ever find out. But you know, the funny thing is that every now and again, somebody that will come for a session and then just not not come back, they will come back, you know, a year later, two years later, this happens quite a lot. So it may be that they've come along and they've met you and they like you and they felt that affinity with you, but something's just happened and they've kept your details and thought about coming back to you. And when the time's right, then they have done. So You know, that could be something that happens. So really, and this is enormous, just don't beat yourself up about it. There's so many reasons why this might have happened. Telling yourself that it's down to you, it's because you're not good enough and because you can't do this, it serves literally no purpose. There's no useful purpose in that at all. All that happens is you feel bad, you lose your confidence, and you just... Eventually, you're just going to think, I can't do this. And what a, what a shame that would be. All the work that you've put in, all the potential people out there that could help you could help. If you give in, that's, that's the end of that. So a far more beneficial thing to do is to actually just explore how you approach your first session in counselling, either first session or assessment session, depending on what you call it. So with honest eyes, have a look at how the first session goes. And we're doing this, like I say, not from the point of view of criticising what you've done, but from a neutral place where what you're doing is you're just observing it and seeing if you can see anything that might come up that you might think could be changed. So, for example, are you being too formal? Are you being too professional? And again, I think this can often happen when we first start out in counselling, because we feel as though we have to be professional with a capital P. We have to be a professional counsellor. And that can put us under pressure to be to be something that we're not. It can put us under pressure to, I don't know, hide ourselves, hide our personality. And it cannot feel particularly friendly from the point of view of a client. Now, I think the big thing within an initial session that's tricky to manoeuvre around is the bit where we have to be a little bit formal and talk through the contracts and cancellation policies because they can just sound really formal and unfriendly. So maybe have a look at how you approach them. Now, you might have been told what to say in training. So, you know, you might have done your training and they talk about these are the things that you have to say. That's all very well and good. But I find that finding your own words about what you want to say regarding contracting Feels such a lot more comfortable to say, it will feel more comfortable for the client to hear, and both of you will feel better for it. So, for example, the way that I used to talk about the cancellation policy, and this is something that kind of developed over time, and I was a counsellor for 14 years, I certainly didn't do this right at the start, but I used to try to make sure that they were looking at me, and I'd say, So if you need to change your appointment or make a cancellation, as long as I get 24 hours notice, that's absolutely fine. No problem at all. But if I don't get 24 hours notice, then you will still be charged. And at that point, I'd really make sure that they were looking at me. So I wanted to make sure that they'd heard me. So I'd make sure they're looking at me and I'd give a little smile, which kind of softens what you're saying. And I'd kind of repeat. So. So just remember, let me know within 24 hours, okay, because otherwise a fee will be done. And as I said that last little bit, I'd kind of been nodding and then they'd kind of nod back. And that made me think, right, I think that they've heard and understood what I've said. But can you see that's quite a friendly way of doing it? So it's just, look, if you need to change your appointment or cancel, let me know, otherwise you will still be charged. And that's a lot easier than going down some big explanation of, you know, all the whys and wherefores. Now, it's really important as well to remember that it's not just the client that feels nervous at a first session. You're going to feel nervous too. And that's totally normal. I don't know anybody that doesn't feel a bit nervous before seeing a client for the first time. I think it's just really is a normal thing. So yeah, it's totally normal. Very often, time and practice and experience is going to help this. But yeah, I always used to feel nervous. Now, There's one thing feeling a bit nervous and feeling a bit anxious that's normal and healthy. But what happens if you get quite bad anxiety? What happens if you, you know, you you really struggle with your anxiety? Well, I think it could be worth starting like a new client routine and doing something as a way to relax yourself. So it could be, I mean, I know this sounds a bit daft, but I would sometimes stand and I would like, (laughs) I'd like windmill my arms around a bit. So swing my arms around a bit and just sort of get some blood pumping in my body. And then I'd kind of, this sounds a bit daft because I'm kind of rearing myself and then calming myself down. But but then I'd kind of maybe do a little bit of deep breathing. And sometimes I'd repeat a mantra. So this is something that you could do. Find a mantra, find an, a um. Find an affirmation that kind of really fits with you. So it could be something just as simple as, I feel calm and I feel confident. Or it could be, I trust the journey. Or it could be, I believe in my ability to be a positive force. And just repeat that mantra a few times. And just do this, you know, 10 minutes before they turn up. And get yourself into that position where you start to feel a little bit more relaxed a little bit more confident and a little bit more in control because we do need to take control of that first session. We do need to let them know that they're safe, you're controlling it and you're boundarying it. So if you're new, your anxiety may show, you know, it may may just show, acknowledge it, you know, don't worry too much about it. If you feel anxiety, and you know just say to them how are you when they come in you know say how are you feeling and if they say I feel a bit anxious you could say well actually I feel a little bit anxious too and just put it out there into the open it can it can change in time over time and it, with experience that anxiety might go but you might always feel a little bit anxious and that's just fine but you know consider as well are you putting yourself under too much pressure are you thinking, oh, my God, I've got to be really professional. I've got to know what to say. I've got to have the answers for them. I can remember as well when I started out, I, if somebody would start with their story, I felt as though I should have an answer to give them. And, of course, that's not what counselling is about. You know that on a head level. But sometimes we put ourselves under pressure to somehow fix them. And you can't fix fix them. You can be there as a witness and a help. But, you know, the fixing really is something that's done internally with them. And remember that what's happening with this is all valuable experience. And remember, you know, I say remember a lot, don't I? I'm going to have to find a different word. word. But experience is simply about learning from what we've done previously. And very often we get experience from learning from our mistakes. So like I say, without a critical hat on, Look openly and honestly at the way that appointment went. Do you think you were putting yourself under too much pressure? Do you think you were a bit too formal? Do you think you were a bit anxious and it came across? Not from the point of view as I say, of you telling yourself off for it, but just saying, right, well, if I'm really anxious, what sorts of things, what sort of things can I do to really help with that? And, you know, this is literally what learning is. Now, another thing you could do, and this does depend on your supervisor, but have a chat with your supervisor about it. See if you can talk talk it through with them. See if you can, you know, learn something, you know, talk, you know, chat with them about it. And another great thing that you could do is if you've got counselling friends, have a chat with them and say, look, do you think you could just help me with this? Because I'm not sure, you know, I think I could do this better. And you could maybe... Do a little role play with a counselling friend, and don't just role play it once. Role play it over and over again. So talking through that bit about the the cancellation policy and the contract, you get really used to it. The words start to flow. You're starting to use phrases that that start to sort of come easy to you. So there you go. Those I'm sure there's lots of different things, but those are a few different things that you can think about if you have have a situation where a client's come for a first session but they haven't come back for a session. So I think the most, really the most important thing is don't take it personally. You have no idea why this has happened. It probably is something that's literally nothing to do with you, what you've said, what you've done, how you've been. It's probably going to be something that's totally outside of your control. And don't beat yourself up. There's literally no useful purpose to it. All that happens is you feel bad. Explore with without a critical sort of hat on how your first sessions go. Are they maybe a bit too formal, a bit too professional? Can you think of a way of reducing any anxiety? And remember, this is just you gaining valuable experience. There's no other way of doing it get some help if you can from a supervisor or a counselling friend. So I hope that's helped you. Like I say this will happen to everybody and if it happens to you take what you can from it to learn and use that going forward. So that's it for now. If you need a little bit more help with attracting clients then remember I do have a book. I've got the Grow Your Private Practice book. Check it out. It's available now on that on Amazon. It currently has 97 five-star reviews and one four star review. So I'm getting good feedback on it. So have a little look at that, see if it helps you. And I'd love to connect with you. So the best places to find me are either on Instagram. So that's at Grow Your Private Practice, all lowercase, no spaces. Or check me out on LinkedIn, just search for Jane Travis and come and say hi. So that's it. Have a fantastic week and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.